I recently read Cardinal Sataletto's letter to the Genevans during the Reformation. Uh, Calvin and Farrell and, and others, uh, they get ousted as the pastors. They're pastorless for a while. And uh, this high-ranking Roman Catholic named uh, uh, Cardinal Sataletto writes a letter trying to woo the Genevans back to uh, Rome. And um, I was really looking forward to, to reading this as I was expecting it to be a hard-hitting, intelligent, tough defense of Roman Catholicism at the time. But like most Roman Catholic clerics now, he was also underwhelming, uninspiring, and gener generally unpersuasive. Uh, I, would, I would boil his arguments down to... Um, Let's not talk about the specific issues that all the reformers have brought up. I'm not going to talk about those. What I'm going to talk about is you need to return to your mother who is Rome, and your mother is never wrong, and we are to be united no matter what. Two, two words, unity and tradition. And th this was basically his argument. And it was interesting because I was recently chastised by a fellow Protestant, and I'm sure most of you have, have heard this from other people, with the same arguments. You're being schismatic. You're, 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 not, uh, you're, you're, you're not abiding by the unity that Christ has prayed for and that he desires. But this is, this, this is another way of saying ignore the moral degeneracy and the doctrinal chaos of the church and just be unified with us. It prioritizes unity over faithfulness. Um, and it is true that Jesus prays for us to be unified. And only a fool would think that we don't desire unity. We are more Catholic than most that we, we are very Catholic. We're very ecumenical. We desire unity. Um, but we don't desire unity at the expense of unfaithfulness on foundational issues like repenting from sin. Um, Jesus and Paul, who encourage us to be unified, pray for us to be unified, they also teach us not to associate with unrepentant brothers. Those who shout unity and Catholicity often run the risk of overlooking serious sins in the church. And they call us to be part of their covenant-breaking communities. But if we are to be faithful to Christ in the apostolic tradition, we are forbidden from even eating with these brothers, who are these sexually immoral brothers specifically, which constitutes most of, of these churches. And we're not talking about brothers struggling with sin. We're talking about brothers who have said, this sin is not sin. This sexual immorality is not sexual immorality. This covenant breaking is not covenant breaking. Paul says not to even eat with such a person. So the real obstacle to unity and Catholicity is not us who are wanting to be faithful. It's them who are wanting to defend wickedness and wanting to defend unfaithfulness. So the main, these denominations who, who have formed and protect sin and unrepentant brethren, they are the obstacles to Catholicity. They are the obstacles to unity. They are, the, they are keeping faithful Christians out of their uh, communions. The moment they repent, we would be happy to join them. But as it stands, we are commanded by Christ in the apostolic tradition to avoid such men. This reminds us of our own need to confess.